1: great to be with you folks. Happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday, Stephanie. What's going on?
2: Well, hello, Doug. What's going on? We are um, in Christmas mode and planning events and it's beginning to look
1: a lot like Christmas.
2: That's right. So,
1: yeah, I think you got to sing. I think we got to end with you singing today. A royalty free Christmas song. So start thinking about that. Well, We'll just wrap up a minute or two early. It's been a long time since, and we haven't put any of our songs. We've been so busy, folks, and we've been trying to capitalize on the Word of God and and doing those kind of things. And, again, you guys are great. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us. Thanks for being part of the community. I promise there will be no talk about regions of my body today or anything like that. And uh, I felt bad after it messed Stephanie up last time. So we'll <laughs> save that to only one per week. We won't we'll only do that one time per week. And uh, for those of you, and I wanted to mention this. So you guys had prayed. I put it on the website, pray for Stephanie's son, Joe had some surgery, had this little growth removed. Joe's doing fine. So thank you for praying for him. Keep on praying for as he heals up. And so thank God for that. But uh, uh, so Stephanie, you know, we got our segment the knuckleheaded moment where we take a minute to talk about being a knucklehead. And number one, uh, we do that so that you, you know, you can see what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, so you won't be a knucklehead. And number three, it's kind of humorous at times. So today it's my turn to do knucklehead and Stephanie's turn to, uh, go ahead and do's and don'ts or do's or eats or whatever she's doing today. It's going to be a good one. I promise you that, but I want to do, you might be a knucklehead and, uh, Um, I think, you know, one of the things that people say to people with PTSD, and this is as a knuckleheaded thing is I hate it when people come up and say, why didn't you say something to me sooner? Why wasn't I included on everything going on with you? People get indignant and mad, Stephanie, when you don't tell them all the personal details of your life. And I think that might make you a knucklehead if you do that. I mean, what do you think?
2: Well, it's being a busybody. And if somebody doesn't want to share info with you, they don't have to share info
1: with you. Exactly. If they don't want to share, get over it. You know? And and some people, and some you know what the problem is? Some people are nosy. I'm kind of a nosy person, but somehow God has given me grace with that at the time. But I'm just nosy with the people real close to me. And, stuff. and see, here's another thing, Stephanie. People think they know us. Have you ever noticed that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, you know, like when you're, doing the radio thing or you're doing life, you're going to churches and stuff. People think they know us really well. And one of the things that, and I, and God knows I know a lot of you. So I'm really good at that. I probably know, uh, you know, a good 10% of you that are listening to this radio show. If that's, that's even possible. But, uh, um, I think it's really a bad thing to kind of put people in the corner and with the why, why, why stuff. I, I think we just leave that alone. And, and I think, don't assume that, you know, somebody really extremely well, everybody's got this side of them that they don't share with people sometimes with anybody at all, sometimes with certain groups of people and people, you know, when you got PTSD, Stephanie, you know, there's firsthand, you're, you're kind of private about some of those things, you know, it's, you would rather not. Uh, you know, so if you're honored enough where somebody tells you something or shares with you their wiles or their walk or things they're going through, uh, don't come back and say, why didn't you tell me this sooner? Be thankful that they shared it with you. They're trusting you They're, they're, they're letting you in, they're letting you in the inner circle. And that's a pretty cool place to be. So Stephanie, I'm not sure what direction you're going with, but do's or don'ts or whatever you got to say, go ahead.
2: Well, I think I want to share a recipe um, that I am planning to make this Christmas. And I think this would be an awesome do um, that you could, you know, a way that you could um, be a blessing to somebody. And you can make a bunch of this up at once. It is called Christmas cracker candy. And it's very easy. You can Google and find different ways to make it, but it involves saltine crackers, um, dark. Brown sugar, chocolate.
1: Praise God.
2: Um, You know, it's not that it's very hard to make at all, um, but I'm planning to make that with my girls this Christmas. But, you know, anything that involves dark chocolate, butter, brown sugar, vanilla, you know, that's all going to be great. It's
1: like a chocolate chip cookie cracker. Yeah, it sounds good to me. And uh, have you ever made fresh caramel, Stephanie?
2: um, I have not. I... (sighs) Just honestly, it's not something I've ever had a desire to make. Um, I used to make a ton of Christmas candy, um, but, you know, now I'm just busy keeping kids fed. But it is fun.
1: Keeping people alive. Yeah, you got to feed them. It's it's part of the laws of mankind. But I'll tell you something about making homemade caramel. And thank you for sharing that recipe. I'm going to look that bad boy up. Cracker candy is what you said, right?
2: Cracker candy, yep
1: cracker candy. Look, and you know what? Saltines, there's nothing better cracker-wise in my opinion. I just bought some almond crackers. Can I tell you something? There's not a lot of taste to them. Uh, There's not a lot of bad things to them, but they're not very good either. But I eat them. You know, it makes me feel good about myself. I'm eating an almond cracker. It tastes like dirt. But you know what? I'm eating it anyway. I just want to share that with you. (laughs) And I don't know why. But anyway, going back to the caramel. Again, you guys have got to live with my ADHD. For those of you who have ADHD, you're welcome. So now they can follow along because I'm following three stories at the same time. So going back to story number two or story number one, depending on where you hopped in here in your brain, caramel, homemade caramel, because that's story number two, because story number one is the one that Stephanie said about cracker candy. I thought she was going to say better than crack candy. Sometimes people call stuff like that. But anyway, Mm. um, homemade (laughs) caramel. So I made some homemade caramel, and you know you melt down the brown sugar and stuff, and it makes this bubbly thing. That stuff tastes so good. But let me give you a warning. On the inside of my lower lip, about three-quarters of an inch down, there's a spot that completely disappeared. It almost burnt through to my skin. I could still remember the screaming and the crying. I took a spoonful when I thought it had cooled off a little bit. Let me tell you something, my friends. It was like... I don't know. It was like Satan visited the inside of my mouth. Aww. But I want to tell you this. Homemade caramel. You don't know what caramel is until you have homemade caramel. That's all I want to tell you. Look at the recipe. Do what it says to do. Caramel is right with God. That's all I want to say. I don't know how we got on the recipe thing. See, Stephanie, she lightens things up. Makes this a better place to be. A better community to hang out with. But anyway, cracker candy, Homemade caramel, put a thermometer in there before you put it on the inside of the lip, or you too will have a hole that God had to grow skin over. All right, we're we're in the 10th proverb. And I could still remember the screaming, the gnashing of the teeth, the crying, the ice cube that stuck on the underside of my lip. But uh, he that, that's a little bit too graphic right there. And I said I wouldn't talk about any part of my body. And I, you know, Stephanie, I can't help it. On behalf of all my ancestors and those who have come before me, I apologize. <laughs> anyway here we go. he that gathereth in summer is a wise son. but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. The contrast there getting out there doing the right thing and blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. Stephanie, what do you think of those verses? How are they talking to you?
2: Well, I think it's um, interesting. You know, God, I think of the ant. The verse that says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard; consider her ways, and be wise. Yeah. Um, About the ant preparing for winter. And God builds even into the animals uh, the wisdom principle of preparing um, in the summer for the winter. In other words, preparing when there's fruit, when there's um, things for when there isn't. And so um, being that that idea of being a wise son, um, in other words, you're not living by the skin of your teeth, you're... Um, a wise person thinks ahead, and I don't mean that you go into hyper, I got to stock up food for the next 20 years mode, but the mode of you're planning ahead, you don't live um, every day for today, you're living every day for tomorrow, and you're making a difference today to make life better um, for the next, you know, for the next day or for the people coming after you, you um, and it's, i think it's interesting it says but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame in other words you you hurt the people that love you the most because when you're this way because you end up relying on the people who have been wise you expect them to take care of you when you've been chosen to be fool yeah and that causes great shame and so um being a wise person means you're not a freeloader, you don't always um, wait for somebody to pick up the pieces of messes you've created by being a fool. Um, You think ahead, you plan ahead, and so that, you know, if a time comes perhaps that there is an emergency, you've planned a little bit ahead for whatever it is in whatever realm of life, and that makes a big difference. You know, it involves, for an adult, it might mean you plan life insurance. Um, It means you are taking care of things that need to be taken care of and you're not wasting your life away. And that's very important.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think there's so much in all of that and you know, just looking at each verse, I mean, that's exactly what it's adulting. That's exactly what it's talking about. Having to be an adult. Sometimes I wish I wasn't an adult. Boy, wouldn't it be great to go back to about seven years old, sitting on your mommy's lap and you know, that's just a good time. But, Uh, that whole idea, he that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest, you know, when you're laying down on the job, when it's time to pick the stuff before it rots, when it's time to take stuff to market, when it's time to can stuff, when it's time to store up on stuff. And I'm not talking toilet paper here. I'm, I'm talking food, the essentials of life. And store those bad boys up. And then blessings are upon the head of the just. But violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. And, you know, that word blessings, uh, that's a good thing. They're upon the head of the just. You're being blessed. God will bless you. The promises we're finding here in the book of Proverbs, it's just unbelievable. And I know this Hebrew poetry. I know we're getting two sides of this. But that promise, to me, speaks volumes. I mean, that promise just it speaks so much that... You know, if you're just, if you do the right thing and the most just ever, God, his justice, doing the right things and, and saying the right things and speaking the right things and studying the word of God and not sleeping during the harvest, doing those things, but, um, You know, you got to remember in the old Mosaic covenant, God promised to bless obedience. And here we are looking at Hebrew poetry and over and over again, we talk about obedience. We talk about doing those things. And we have a picture of that old covenant obedience today in baptism. So if you're saved, we step out, we show obedience to God, we, we get baptized and then, uh, but you know, it talks about violence and you know, this verse is just kind of strange to me because it says violence covereth the mouth. Of the wicked, and uh, so when you're violent, it covers your mouth right up. No one listens to you. No one pays attention. To you. You're not going to eat. You know, there's so much that's said there that we do with our mouth, and uh, it, it's, you know, it's just the contrast here. I think is so significant to those of us looking at this thing. We think about how we're going to be today. What's today going to look like to us? Well, I don't know about you. Ah, uh, but I want today to have blessings. I don't want my, I don't want to be wicked and have my mouth covered. And, and then the memory of the just. Now, when we think about memories, think about people that went on ahead of us, Stephanie, uh, especially our ancestors and family members. I mean, uh, obviously you've lost, uh, your dear husband. Uh, you've lost an uncle, right. And, uh, um, You've lost cousins and aunts and uncles and things of that nature, great aunts and great uncles. I stopped when I read this verse earlier and I thought about them whose memory blessed me. Have you ever done that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And that's what we want to be. I mean, don't we wanna have people say, Man, Stephanie, she is she is a pretty good dude, man. She looked out for me. You know, there's good memories going on with that. And I use the term dirt dude in a a gender irrelevant kind of way. I I call her dude. It doesn't matter. I call Mm -hmm. everybody dude. And then, but the name of the wicked, they, they shall not. So the name of the wicked, we don't even want to think about them. Yeah. We don't want to leave earth with this idea of being wicked. I mean, just mention some of the names, Stalin, Hitler.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they immediately evoke murder and death and all Mussolini, all those kind of things come to mind but and uh but then you 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 come to the people who have just bailed us out and done wonderful things and if we're going to go leaders we think of things like Eisenhower, you know, and, and and Reagan and Lincoln and 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 some of those presidents, you know, even uh Roosevelt to be fair to the other side of the ticket uh Franklin Roosevelt some of the things he did. Uh so I I think it's pretty important to have a good name. What does that Bible verse say? A good name is?
2: Rather to be chosen of great riches.
1: Yeah. So your name's more important than it is being rich. And so that's telling you, you want money? Nah. What you want is a good name. And then that last verse, Stephanie, the wise in heart will will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. Now, what is that word prating? What does that mean?
2: That's such a good question, Doug. I think this is time for you to pull out your concordance because I don't know off the top of my head.
1: (laughs) Me either. And I haven't looked at my concordance in like two days. So let me pull that bad (laughs) boy out.
2: I know. I know. I've known in the past, but I did not plan ahead. Based on the context, I would say that it that it probably means someone who's very confident in their fo- very confident in their foolishness.
1: Yeah, it's a fool um, and pro- right? A fool with their lips that exposes themselves to mischief and doing the wrong mm-hmm. thing. So you're a prating fool. And uh, boy, I'm glad I looked that up. See, this is the first time we've stumped Stephanie in a year and a half. I think it's been <laughs> longer than a year and a half. How long have we been doing this podcast? Almost two years. Kind oh, of crazy. no. Yeah, come,
2: it's we're almost at two years.
1: Folks, what a wonderful thing to have two years with you guys. And so, so Stephanie, we get to that last verse, and we are going to a Christmas song. We're not forgetting that. Stephanie's already got one in her mind. She's really good at that. Um, <laughs> but the wise and heart will receive commandments. So wise and heart will know God's command, receive them, put them to work. But a prating fool, someone speaking with their mouth, someone being arrogant about it, a narcissist, someone being out there, uh, they shall fall. What, what's that What's that verse, Stephanie? Uh, uh, pride go- pride before destruct- goeth before the fall and a haughty spirit. No, wait a minute.
2: Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall.
1: And I, I think a prating fool is haughty. Mm-hmm. I think that's the entire definition of hoity right there. So, I don't know. Why don't you take a, a minute or so and wrap this up and tell us what Christmas song you're going to sing that's royalty free?
2: Well, um, I think one of my favorite Christmas songs um, is Joy to the World because when I think of what Jesus did when he came, um, he came to die, and yet it was proclaimed that there was joy. You know, joy and peace were brought to the world when he came. And um, to know that that's the reason we can live, because he lives, we can face tomorrow, and that brings joy. So, I'm going to do the first verse of Joy to the World.
1: Praise God. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and hem and heaven and nature sing. Whew.
1: Man, you know you don't know how hard it was to be on this side and not be singing along. But I'm, I'm always concerned. So I I I just held my voice back. I I said I'm not going to make a joyful noise today because I didn't want to mess you guys up because my joyful noise may not be joyful to you. <laughs> what what are you laughing at?
2: Nothing. Nothing.
1: You're trying to invoke the name that I'll never use again, and
2: uh, <laughs> I'm seriously not. It's the way you say stuff. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Here we are, folks. We are speaking personalities and the way I say stuff makes her laugh. <laughs> we've only been doing this two years and we finally come to the point where we realize why she laughed. But hey, folks, I love that song, joy to the world. And there is joy and, uh, and, and it should be in every heart. And I think that's what we got out of Proverbs today. I don't think it's stretching. I don't think I'm hermeneutically stretching. Uh, by saying over and over again, the Lord's given us the opposite of wicked. The Lord's given us the opposite of being unhappy. The Lord's given us sad. You know, He's saying, you can do this or you can be sad. You can do this or you're a knucklehead. You can do this. And, and, and folks, over and over again, but there's great joy uh, because Jesus Christ came to earth. There's great joy because we can accept Him as a Lord and Savior. There's great joy in knowing in Him alone um, that we get to spend eternity together i don't know about you but i'm going to sing great in heaven i'm going to carry notes just as good as anybody in heaven i wanted to share that with you all today i can't do it on this side though i am thinking of taking music lessons i was ready to take singing lessons just so i could make a good tune to say look at that liberty look at that stephanie but i didn't because the (laughs) the pandemic came along and, and so I haven't done that, but at some point I'm going to sing the verse of a song and it's going to be in key and no, no one's going to, Hey, Emmy likes the way I sing. I just want to point that out. I sing with Emmeline Hope Wesco and she doesn't have a problem with it. I just want to point that out. Unless you guys mess her up too. <laughs> She's so far, you know, Emmy's all right with my singing, you know, maybe your beard. So there's no beard. There's not even whiskers, man. I shave every day now. I'm just being up front. I haven't shaved yet today. It's a little bit rough today, but I shave every day. All right. Well, listen, folks, again, thank you so much for listening. If there's anything we can do for you, you know where to find us at Helpful Wounded Spirit. So give us a call if you got our phone number. You can find it easy enough. And uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please, please uh, take a minute and listen to everything Brother Eric's got to tell you here. And uh, it's so important that we accept what the Word of God has said to say to us about accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, because he alone is worthy, he alone can save us, and he alone can have us singing the song, Joy to the World. Hey, we love you, folks. May God bless you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.